0: Hey guys, you are listening to Killer Cocktails, where the drinks are stiff, but the bodies are stiffer. This is a casual true crime podcast where two friends get drunk and talk about gruesome murders. Each week, we pick a different drink whose name or ingredients set the tone for our stories. Hey guys, we're back. For another week of Killer Cocktails. This is Drea. This is Jackie. And this week we decided to do a listener recommendation. Um, a longtime listener, first time caller, just kidding. <laughs> uh no, just kidding. Uh, this listener is on Instagram. They are the hacker underscore. I think you're making it
1: stranger than it is. I think he's the hacker.
0: I I want to, but it, okay, so it's T H A A C K E R underscore Thacker. Oh. The okay. hacker. That's why I was like, the hacker. Yeah. All right. Anywho, you've been with us since the beginning. Thank you so much. And you had this really cool recommendation, but it just, it was in the middle of winter. So we had to wait until summertime. Yeah. Good things come to those who wait. <laughs> and um, so he recommended essentially an adult root beer float. And I'll tell you, I'm not like a huge root beer float fan, mm-hmm. but I, I like it. Yeah. So there is this uh like liquor called dutch arbor breeze grog they're out of st helen's oregon and when you open the bottle it i heard you from across the room it smells like root beer right off the bat so it's very it's it's pleasant to the nostrils it's not like when you open up you're like oh that's liquor i'm gonna have a bad time no it smells really nice And I actually looked up the definition of grog. And grog is any variation of alcoholic beverages, the word originally referred to a drink made with water and rum. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that darker liqueur that we're using. I take
1: a very pirate's connotation to grog.
0: Oh, if you go to their website, which is not grog.com, if you go to (laughs) grog.com, it is a hilarious little blurb that looks like it's a website from the 1990s. And it's like, I'm a computer engineer. I don't believe you are, sir. I think you're (laughs) lying. (laughs) Um, So all you have to do is go to um, grogme.com. It'll redirect you to their right uh, website. Um, And it's really cool because they do have a pirate theme. And you can see like photos from like events they've done. And it's very, it's really cool. It like takes you back. Um, But I really like this. This is tasty. Well, okay. So, Grog is pretty cool So from this company. Um, They have a couple different variations. I would recommend going to their website and looking through them. Um, They are mainly in Oregon, mainly in St. Helens. But if you are in uh, the Bellingham, Washington area, Mm -hmm. you could go check them out there, too. Um, Because it's like a liquor depot you could go check out. But they also have partnered with this other company and they've made like... Ice cream infused liquor or liquor infused, which we've yeah.
1: which we've learned through the podcast that OLCC and like liquors in Oregon oh, can nightmare. be like a real
0: difficult thing to like. Navigate. Yeah. Yeah. So that I'm sure took a lot of work. Yeah. Like kimry was talking to them and they said it took them five years to mm-hmm. be able, because they had to make their own food group to be able to infuse the ice cream with alcohol. So it's called Two Birds and it's twobirdsicecream.com if you want to go check them out. But it's like they have vanilla bean, they have chocolate, they have blackberry, but it's all like, and they have a couple other ones, but it's all infused with vodka. And it sounds fantastic. We and wanted to
1: be able to do those for the, we just mm-hmm. couldn't get any of it so in at, time. So
0: at their, at their place, if you go check them out, they will take that infused ice cream, put it with a grog, and make the adult root beer float. So Got we it. had to improvise. We went to Oregon. Yeah, we, yeah. Oh, we used Tillamook ice cream, which From is in- Tillamook, Oregon. Yes. They have the best cheese. It's, have you ever been? Oh, I drove past it when I was going to the coast. Uh, Jackie, why are we drinking this adult root beer float
1: because yesterday was ice cream day
0: yay so if you didn't celebrate yesterday because you you're not hip to all the national holidays which it seems like every day is a national something um but in case you didn't get to celebrate how about you get to celebrate today with us go get yourself some ice cream go get yourself some root beer go get some grog if you can and let's do an adult root beer float together
1: do you want to have some ice cream
0: facts (gasps) always wait I'm lactose intolerant you can still handle the facts okay cool nothing
1: but the facts
0: <laughs> so help me cheese
1: <laughs> okay uh do you know what the number one flavor is sold in the united states vanilla yes yes nice job what do i win uh i'm just gonna point out that when i was guessing facts you got super butt hurt
0: did i for what
1: When you were saying facts,
0: and I would guess the answer, (laughs) you got all sad (laughs) that I was stealing the facts. Here's my balloon. But then you, like, actually asked me. So I, okay. All right. I'll stop.
1: (laughs) No, I'm, no, I am asking you. Okay. I'm just, I don't know why I had to point that out. Okay. Um, What is the most popular topping
0: for ice cream? Nuts. Chopped nuts. Chocolate syrup. Oh, uh, that was my next one.
1: And Kimmery added duh exclamation. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many gallons of milk it takes to make one gallon of ice cream? Sorry. How many gallons of milk? If a train leaves Oh, I
0: hate you. <laughs> okay. Uh twelve. Did you <laughs> fuck you? How'd you know <laughs> that? You psychopath? <laughs> Kimmy, I don't I don't like being called a psychopath. <laughs> um, wow. That's fantastic.
1: Good guess. Do you ever wonder what causes a brain freeze? A brain freeze is caused when the cold touches the roof of your mouth and it causes the blood vessels in your head to dilate.
0: I hate brain freezes.
1: You don't Here's the thing about a brain freeze. It's kind of like how I paint like I hate throwing up, I think more than most anything mm-hmm. because i always have this panic moment that i'm gonna die mm-hmm. i'm never gonna breathe again and i have to like coach myself in my brain like you're gonna breathe again yeah you're gonna be fine gonna be fine you just have the flu until sick, that one time you'll you be, die you'll be fine <laughs> oh <my laughs> why would you say that sorry i feel like a brain freeze is the same
0: way while it's happening i go through a panic where it's like you're always gonna feel this way but this is my thing what is the biological reason that we need that like i get like
1: because you, you burn shouldn't your hand it's the same thing it's so stop. cold your body's like stop putting this cold shit where you're putting it i'm gonna make you hurt somewhere but else
0: why what does i get cold
1: good for you you can burn yourself on cold in my belly your throat you got sensitive tissues uh, up in here
0: okay all right
1: tip? i have just a tip for you when you get a brain freeze do you know what to do
0: uh no what do i do
1: okay so essentially you've made it too cold in there. i keep eating no oh. <laughs> <laughs> if your tongue isn't your tongue might also be cold so if your tongue's not crazy cold you just jam your tongue up to the roof of your mouth okay but if your tongue is cold just grab your thumb you basically you have to hit those receptors on the proven? roof Proven. kimmery just told me and i trust her okay perfect if it doesn't work you guys can blame kimmery <laughs> oh. uh do you know how many licks it takes to finish a single scoop? Ice cream.
0: That is all relative. I'm that tell- is relative to what is the standard of scoop? Approximately? Did you one see my scoop. scoops?
1: Y- you don't know how to scoop ice cream. Well,
0: no, that's not fair.
1: I was judging you from afar.
0: You weren't there. You didn't. I know was what there. It was. No, you didn't know. No, what I've I was got Tillamook ice
1: cream. Right. I've used a standard ice cream scoop.
0: How many licks? You're licking it on a cone, like a standard scoop. Yeah. A, a man tongue or a woman's tongue or a child's tongue there's no difference child's tongue an adult tongue okay with with standard
1: taste buds
0: and they're licking they're not nomming at any point point. Uh-uh. 73 this fact says 50 okay
1: all right I feel like we're gonna cut that back if you don't believe it <laughs> um do you know who produces the most ice cream in the world tell them what uh what nation produces oh. the most ice cream in the world <laughs> I needed you needed more more information. <laughs> America. Yes. Uh, each each American eats on average how many pints of ice cream a year? This isn't true. Maybe some people. You know what I think? This is some people eating more than this, and then the people who aren't eating ice cream. Yeah, move your leg. I got to get my knee out. Okay. <laughs> Tw- Twenty-eight. Forty-eight. Oof. Doesn't that not seem believable? A
0: uh, forty-eight pints. When I get a pint a ben and jerry's a pint is a ben and jerry's no no no. okay when i that's one of those uh,
1: how many weeks in a year 52 yeah
0: yeah that's fine i don't see the problem i'm
1: I'm not saying it's a problem i'm saying i don't think people eat that much ice cream
0: no i think it's true i think the average american really yeah my do i need to up my ice cream game no absolutely i have ice cream
1: every once in a blue moon because i'll be like traveling and i'll be like i gotta have some travel ice cream
0: you want to tell the story so bad.
1: <laughs> no, that's there. There literally is no story. Okay.
0: Perfect.
1: You have to pee. I do too.
0: Let's
1: pause and pee. Wait, wait. Let me finish these facts and then you can cut them all out. This
0: is. Oh. <laughs> let me keep talking so you can cut it
1: out. Uh, oh. What day of the week is more ice cream sold?
0: <sighs> okay. So I'm thinking it's a rough work week, right? But you're getting into the weekend, so you're gonna you're not gonna do it Friday because you're going into the weekend. I'm thinking it's either Hump Day. I'm gonna go Thursday, though. You are wildly off. Oh, is it Monday? It's Sunday. Oh, cause they're like Mondays coming. Well,
1: it's just Sunday.
0: It's God's. I'll day? Bet, I'll bet people
1: go out for ice cream <laughs> after church. <Yeah>. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's murder time. It is murder okay. time. Okay, so I'm gonna jump into my murder. I am so sorry. Because I don't know how to say this very long name. Oh. I'm going to say it once, and then I'm going to refer to this person as G. This person's name is Goidsargi Estabalisi Karnaza Zabala. hmm Now referred to as G. Got it. She is also known as the ice cream killer. Ice cream killer? Bra-bra-bra! There's my tie. She's the ice cream killer. Interesting. So, G is born on September sixth, six of nineteen seventy eight, and that's all I really know about her early, early life. Okay, so we're gonna fast forward a little bit. Um, she grows up and she's very beautiful. Um, she's in her like early thirties at this point, and she's living in Germany. And she meets this guy, um, Olger Holes, and they fall in love and they get married and they move to Vienna, Austria. And when they're there, she decides to like start a business and she opens an ice cream parlor Um, and it's super successful. And um, that's all in great. And like she's doing great as a businesswoman, but she wants more out of life. Mm -hmm. She wants children. Um, But it's kind of hard to have children when your husband isn't having sex with you. T- typically those go hand in hand yeah and like that kind of started so they got married and then he just kind of lost interest in okay. the physical part of the relationship for some reason and she's like well something has to give because this is what i want out of life i want to have children um and he also starts to become kind of lazy um he becomes kind of a bully to her kind of even violent okay um so she's finally like you know what i'm done i want a divorce and they file for a divorce and it's all finalized They're not married anymore, but he refuses to move out of the house. Okay. And and so imagine this. You, You have an ex living in the house, but you are now starting to date new people. And she's bringing people by the house. People do it. It's awkward. Yeah. And so she's just like, this is so... I just can't... Now I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So she's eventually like... No. So eventually, she's had enough. Okay. And she sees... Uh, holger working at his computer so she grabs a 22 caliber and it's it's in the middle of the day by the way it's like 3 p.m and she can see children outside playing and it's beautiful out and she goes up to him while he's working on the computer and she shoots him in the back of the head three times and she waits for the cops to show up Cause she's like everyone's outside, the windows are open. Like somebody have had, like somebody heard these gunshots. She shots. snapped and she's waiting for the repercussions. Yeah. Nothing, 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 and then her cell phone rings, and it's the ice cream shop, and they're like, "We have an emergency at the ice cream shop." Whatever that means. What year is this? Uh, when all this or what was decade when all like, when all this was coming out it was like two thousand twelve. I was in like the seventies in my mind, or no. the eighty. Like mm-hmm. I was
1: in like. Old school. No. Austria. It's like 2000s. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And so she gets this call from the ice cream shop and they're like, you need to come in. There's an emergency going on. So she's like, okay, I'll be right there. And in my mind, when I look at the pictures and how the story sounds, it's like the ice cream parlor is downstairs and her apartment is above it. Oh. Yeah. So she, in my mind, goes downstairs, handles whatever, comes back up and she's like, now I have to clean up all this mess. Um, and so she's trying to figure out what to do with the body. Yeah. And so she's like, do I light it on fire? Which she tries and it doesn't work. And she's finally like, oh, well, I can't drag this entire body out of my house. Mm-hmm. So she goes
1: and gets a chainsaw. She's not making any choices that I would make. Yeah. I also feel like she's got a lot of freezers at her disposal. Yes.
0: So she takes a chainsaw. She chops the body into multiple with pieces. with a
1: chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Chainsaws are not for flesh. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> I feel like the mess she's making is outrageous. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So she cuts it into pieces and she drags the pieces downstairs and she puts them into her deep freezer at okay. the ice cream parlor yeah. where mm-hmm. she sells ice cream to, to Children and families. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. We're on the same page. So she then has to clean and clean and clean and clean and clean for days Mm -hmm. because she has blood and such everywhere. And so all these pieces are in her freezer and she finally is like, I can't keep them in our freezer because other people work here. Yeah. She's got a staff. So she takes the pieces down to the basement. Okay. And she starts mixing up cement and she puts, puts the pieces in cement blocks and keeps them in the basement. So she's got some gross-looking cement blocks. I mean, imagine, like, if you have a big enough cement block and you're just putting a body part into it, do you see the cement? Like, you don't see the body part. Yeah, okay. 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 So we're going to fast forward a couple years. It's now 2010. Wow. And G is dating a new guy, and his name is Manfred Hinterberger. I got some <laughs> solid names in this one. <laughs> um, He is 20 years older than her. And he's an ice cream salesman. I wonder how they met. Probably in the ice cream (laughs) business. (laughs) Um, And their relationship becomes super rocky. And she just feels very like. Rocky Road? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I couldn't help that one. (laughs) It becomes very Rocky Road. And um, she just feels very trapped by him, very like in prison. I, I feel like maybe isolated because mm-hmm. it's like the older, I don't know, aspect of it. So one November night, they get into this drunken argument and okay. she's like, you've been cheating on me. I know it. How dare you? And he's like, what proof do you have? And there's no real proof that he was ever cheating. Suspicion. suspicions. She's, yeah. yeah. And so eventually Manford's like, you know what? I'm going to bed. This is ridiculous. I'm, I'm not going to have this argument with you anymore. I'm going to go to sleep. So he goes to sleep and he starts snoring. And as he's laying there sleeping, G decides that the fight is not done. So she grabs her 22 caliber, the same one that she used in the first murder. Mm-hmm. And it was like under her mattress. And so she grabs it. She loads it up with bullets and she shoots Manford while he's sleeping. Wow. Mm-hmm. She then gets to work on uh, dismembering his body with a chainsaw, just like she did with the first one. She puts it again in the deep freezer downstairs, and then she again mixes up some cement. She's like, this worked the first time. Yeah. Why why wouldn't it work again? And uh, so now we have two bodies downstairs in cement blocks and multiple pieces. And there's just stacks of cement blocks hanging out in the basement? Yeah. I don't don't quite know what the logistics are, but yeah. So, um... So while she's doing all this, her nails get super banged up, as you do with using yeah. chainsaws and cement. So she goes to a manicurist and she's okay. like, can you fix these? I don't know what happened. Yeah. I've just had a hard day. My hands are a fright. <laughs> so she gets her nails done after murdering her lover. Okay. So in June of 2011, so it's like six months later-ish, or a little bit more, yeah, she um, I don't know if she calls the plumbers or someone else calls plumbers. Any a plumber is called. A plumber is called, and they have to go downstairs in the ice cream shop to the basement. Mm-hmm. And while they're working down there, they find the cement blocks with the body parts. And so they, they look strange. I guess they look strange, yeah, because they look suspicious. Enough so that a plumber's like, what is the deal with uh-huh, this? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. So they immediately call the cops. But G has already gotten in a cab. And oh, she's she, like, the jig is she, off? She's off. She's off. I'm gone. <laughs> and she heads to Udine, Italy. I might say that. It's okay. like U D I N E. no idea. It is 300 miles away from Vienna. Okay. In a taxi? In a taxi.
1: Seems expensive. She,
0: yeah, but she's out. So authorities are out looking for her, and they finally find her living on the streets with a street musician... Oh, and she took a turn. Uh, and they are like, okay, we found you. We're going to extradite you. Uh, and we're going to bring you back to Austria for the trial. When arrested, G is two months pregnant with her lover's baby. Okay. So they start doing evaluations on G. And they diagnose her with a serious mental and uh, psychological abnorma- uh, abnormality. Uh, but they say she's okay to stand uh like they to always, be a part of the, the trial yeah <laughs> um and a court psychologist predicts that G has a one in three chance of committing another murder if she's not put into prison so they're like she's a real she, risk we need she, to get her off this is kind street. of what yeah. she does when things aren't working out yes. for her yeah so she ultimately pleads guilty and she sends to life on uh november 23rd of 2012 Yeah, I'm still getting over... This is so recent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, G is incarcerated at a women's prison, uh, but she is so violent against the other inmates that they're like, we can't hold you here. So, the Austrian government has to transfer her to a special... She's
1: so violent Mm to other prisoners? Yes. This seems like a jump based on everything else, but
0: who knows? So, they're like, we can't hold you here. We have to send you to an all-male prison. Okay. Yeah. So, as of 2017... that's where she's been this prison holds all men and g um so yeah that is essentially her story she wrote a memoir of course it's called my two lives the story of the ice lady because she had this whole thing in the media because of the ice cream parlor blah 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 um but yeah that dude drea that is isn't that crazy
1: i can't yeah i must not have gone looking for ice cream murderers Mm. i feel like i would have come across that
0: yeah she, she was like the top one dang yeah
1: that was i every time i kept thinking i knew where it was gonna go It mm-hmm. didn't go there it, zigged. it zagged it
0: did zig and it zagged mm-hmm.
1: ended up in male prison
0: yes well i mean obviously she's segregated yeah yes. separated yeah but that it was a big enough deal yes that she was violent against other women um but yeah that was my murder and we're gonna take a quick break Give me a break. (laughs) Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that break Uh, message. uh, uh. Um, We are going to talk about t-shirts. I
1: love t-shirts.
0: Do you? Every day, t-shirts. Every day? Oh, yeah. Jackie, what's your favorite kind of t-shirt? I like a t-shirt with a story. Well, I have the t-shirt for you. The KCP, a.k.a. the Killer Cocktails Podcast t-shirts. On the back they say where the drinks are stiff and the bodies are stiffer they're rad we've worn them in a couple of our instagram posts and they're super comfy um and we're doing this really cool contest right now so the only way you could get a t-shirt is if you head over to our website grab one of our stickers and then what you're going to do is snap a fun creative picture with the sticker okay and that's whatever that means to you and then you're going to share it on instagram and you're going to hashtag killer cocktails podcast and make sure you tag us in it too Mm -hmm. and then you'll be entered into a contest to win one of these cool free t-shirts there's nothing better than a free shirt i
1: feel like half my closet is free shirts Uh and i love them twice as much because they were free
0: yes yes because then you like earned it somehow. yes Yes. you earned that free shirt (laughs) all right guys well we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode yeah and if you're enjoying the podcast
1: take a couple seconds pop over to itunes throw on some stars it really does help gain exposure to the podcast so other people can learn about it it really does and we love you for all your support thank you
0: bye guys Dre, are you ready? We're back from our break. We're back from our break. And I'm ready. Okay. To embrace your murder story.
1: Here we go. Okay. I'm going to tell you about Andrew Erdialis. Okay. I'm going to guess that's how you say it. Andrew. Um, he was born June 4th, 1964. Okay. Um, not a whole bunch is known about his childhood, but what we do know is that in June of 1977... Shortly before his 12th birthday, mm-hmm. he beat the family dog with a baseball no! bat No, and told his parents that the dog had died in a fall.
0: Okay. Okay. Does the family know? I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> I don't think so. That's outlandish. So
1: he beats the dog and then he covers it with this story that the dog, fell. and I'm sure he's like whips up a batch yeah. of tears and he's like...
0: The dog died. Yeah. Had he, did he plan it? Did it just happen? That's all that's really known. Uh, There's not a ton e- of details I mean, around way, it. Either way, either way. Okay. Okay.
1: So he graduates from high school and he joins the Marines mm. and he's stationed at Camp Pendleton. It's out in California. Um, and he's there from 1984 to 1991. Okay. Uh, on the evening of January 18th, 1986. So this is while he's stationed at Camp Pendleton. He stalks a 23-year-old student. Her name is Robin Brandley, and this is on the Saddleback Community College campus. Yeah, in Mission Viejo. So I feel okay. like San Diego, Mission Viejo. Doesn't that sound? I feel like that's in San Diego. Um, and he stabs her 41 times. Whoa,
0: that's aggressive. That's super. Uh, so stabs her
1: 41 times with a knife. He runs away, and she dies <gasps> on the scene.
0: Just so, this, like, ha- had he been stalking her for a long time, or just that night?
1: From the articles that I read, it just I got the sense that he just stalked her on camp, like stalked her Ugh, and killed her. But okay. I don't know if he like stalked her. Yeah, but I, I don't think so because he's not a suspect. Like I feel like if you're stalking for a longer time, people are aware of
0: you. Not to a degree. Yeah. Um. Like, did they have the same classes yeah. together? How did they meet? Yeah, et cetera. But I don't yeah. I don't have yeah, those yeah. details.
1: <clears throat> so then, two years later, on July seventeenth, nineteen eighty-eight, Andrew shoots. Andrew I just wanted to do the, a face at it. Andrew shoots <laughs> 29-year-old sex worker Julie McGee with a 45 caliber pistol. Oh. So police later find her body in a ditch near Cathedral City. Okay. 2 months later, he kills again. This time he kills 31-year-old sex worker Marianne Wells. So he's gone from like a college student on campus he kind of stalks her and stabs her now he's shooting sex workers so he's mm. kind of moved on it's still about killing but yeah. like that's
0: changed a little bit do you think maybe he moved on because he thought he wouldn't get caught or? i will that seems like a okay. like
1: based on the other stories that we've read about yeah. that seems reasonable um her body is found by police in an abandoned warehouse okay his fourth victim 18 year old tammy Irwin. is is found on the streets of Palm Springs on April 17th, 1989. So in these like late 80s, kind of spread out, like some of them are close to each other, but he's, it's always women. And he's young. He's, yeah, yeah, he's young. So that's all while he's a Marine. He's been trained in like combat and all this. So he's like, he's a strong guy. Um, Then in 1991, he's honorably discharged from the Marines And he heads to Chicago because that's where his parents live.
0: Okay.
1: So in September of 1992, so now he's out of the Marines. He's living in Chicago. um, He takes a vacation back to California. And while he's on this trip, he comes across this 19-year-old girl. Her name is Jennifer Asbenzo. And she has just missed her bus and she's kind of distraught at the bus stop. Oh,
0: no. And
1: he pulls up in his car. He's in a rental car. He pulls up and he's like, hey, like, what's going on? You know, you know, he kind of, like, infers that she's missed her bus. And she's like, oh, I've, you know, I lost, I, I missed my bus. I'm going to be late for work. And he's like, hey, I'll give you a ride. Mm. So she looks at him and she kind of sizes him up. And she, based on his physical appearance, uh, she, later she quotes and she goes, I could totally beat this guy up if he did anything weird.
0: Okay. I'm not
1: concerned physically about, so he's not, like, super buff.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so she goes I just I wasn't afraid and I was I was more afraid I was gonna lose my job for missing this shift he seemed like a nice guy so she gets in and he takes her to work he drops her off at her shift so she's got a night shift and he goes hey when you get off work let's get breakfast he's like seemingly like a -hmm. nice guy drops her off at work hey why don't I come back when you're like what time are you off I'll come back we'll go have breakfast and she is not really bad about it she's not feeling it so she gives him a fake number okay okay and she goes into work. There you go. So then she gets off the next morning. It's like six a.m. and he's outside waiting <gasps> in his car.
0: No, like, that's yeah scary. Yeah.
1: Um, and he's like, and "Hey, does he
0: know it's a fake number that you?" So gave him? he's like,
1: "Hey, you know, I let's let's go out and have that breakfast." She's like, "No, I don't want to." Uh, he's like, "Well, why don't I like I'll take you home? I know you like you take the bus everywhere." No. And so she goes. This is a quote. I didn't feel fear from him because he didn't do anything the night before. Oh, he had an opportunity to and he didn't. Yeah. Um, They get less than two blocks away from her work, and he just explodes <gasps> in anger. And he's yelling at her about the fake number that she gave him. Oh, no. And he just starts slamming <gasps> her head into the dashboard. Oh, my God. Um, they drive to a remote desert spot. Yeah. No, 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 no. Where? And this is like, there's kind of contradicting reports. He either attempts to sexually assault her or he does sexually assault her
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um he gags her with her own underwear so she like strips her down he like puts her underwear in her mouth and he ties her up and he puts her in the trunk they're stopped at an intersection. and they're coming back so they're stopped at an intersection she manages to get out of her restraints pop the trunk (gasps) she's in the trunk yes oh my god gets out and she's running down the road no she looks behind her and she sees him swinging <gasps> a machete over his head. No, She goes, it was like a horror movie.
0: Ugh. It's in the broad daylight.
1: She gets away from him. She spots a like a truck passing by, flags them down. Two Marines are in the truck. Good. They pull over. They get her to a gas station. They call police. She reports what happens to the police and they do not take her seriously. That didn't happen.
0: Are, are you shitting me? What? What year is it? Uh, this
1: is probably in the early nineties.
0: because I'm just making shit up. I am, ma- I am naked. I'm a, this be- is, yeah, na- I, this I is have- 1991,
1: excuse me, 92, September of 92. Okay.
0: Sure. Mm hmm.
1: So they don't take her seriously. Sure, no, no need to look into any of the stuff she just said. Ugh. Um, so now footloose and fancy free Andrew oh, returns his no, rental car no. and he goes back to Chicago <sighs> for three years. He's on the straight and narrow. He's not killing anybody. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. He's afraid that he'll get caught. He was like, that was a really close call in California. And he's like,
0: But now that I got away with it, so how do I get away with it next time if I want to do this? Oh, I should kill the person. So in March 1995, he's back in
1: California. Mm-hmm. He feels comfortable in California. This time he's in Cathedral City. So he meets a 32 year old sex worker named Denise uh, Manny and he forces her into his car and they go out into the California desert. And he shoots her, he undresses her, and he leaves her out to just be picked over by the birds. Okay. Um, but now after that trip, he's got this confidence. And he's like, you know what? I think I'm good at murdering people. I don't think this has to be just in California. I think I can kill people in Chicago. Oh. This doesn't have to be like a when I'm on vacation kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: So he goes back to Chicago. He has a job as a security guard. And he loves that he's in this like trusted role mm-hmm. that like families come up to him for help at the authority. mall and he's got this yeah. authority figure. Um, in April of 1996, he goes across straight lines and he heads into Indiana and he kills 25-year-old Laura Ulyaki. Um Her body was found floating mm. and that's my tie.
0: Oh, no. Jackie. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Because cause these are a root beer Whoa, no, float. I get it. I get it.
1: We've lost Kimmery.
0: How did you find your story? <laughs> no, you're not going to answer. You're just going to. No. I
1: like that we find them in different ways. Okay. Uh, but her, her body is found. Okay, gone. guys.
0: Here's your tie. <laughs>
1: floating floating her body was found floating in wolf lake um which is located it's like it's like a border between chicago in crook county and illinois i think like state lines and where things happen is going to come into play later with like when he's in trouble um in indiana so then in july 14th of 1996 police found the body of 20 year old 21 year old cassandra Corum in the vermilion river mountains so he and then he's kind
0: of all over the place yeah
1: then they find the body of 22 year old lynn huber she's found uh again in wolf lake so
0: he's is he using the same methods or is he kind of for these that ones up? i didn't i okay. don't know if like
1: because the, the first the first girl was mm-hmm. stabbed mm-hmm. then there's shootings um
0: but even, there's not a lot of details about so, those just like then, kind of body if you counts. could go into different counties you weren't gonna get caught because mm-hmm. they weren't talking to each other so yeah it's just
1: uh... well and as we get into like as we get into the late 90s i feel like they're getting better
0: about that oh, yeah definitely
1: um i think it's when like when the internet truly takes off and mm-hmm. like everybody's got computers that's when it's
0: easier to yes to share information
1: so in december of 1996 Andrew ends up getting arrested because he doesn't have the correct weapon licensing. So obviously they they pull him over. In some regard, he gets on their radar Mm -hmm. and he doesn't have a license for whatever he has. Or he doesn't have the right license for it. Um, But he's released after just paying a fine. A few months later, in April of 97, he threatens a prostitute, tries to handcuff her. So he's like trying to abduct her, but she escapes. She gets out of the car and she gets away. So police are interested in the uh, in his gun in connection with a series of unsolved murders. So I think he is using the gun okay. in some of these bodies that they found. He's arrested on April 23rd, 1997. And before the ballistics test even comes back on the handgun, he makes a full confession to eight murders. Ooh. So I think he's just assuming it's going to yeah. come back bad. And he's like, hey, I did it. Lab tests come back. They confirm the confession. So all of, everything matches up california and illinois both they collaborate to indict him nice um good on them yeah awesome andrew didn't supply a motive and he simply said he was agitated when the women were begging for their lives
0: okay obviously they're begging for their lives when you've already started to attack them yeah stop it stop it okay i'm annoyed yeah i am so annoyed (laughs) I'm, I don't know if you know this, but I'm slowly plucking away at my eyebrows.
1: <laughs> don't stop it. Uh, okay. Just put your hand in your pocket. Okay. We're move. almost done here. Okay. Uh, his trial starts April 8th, 2002. Um, and that's for Oyaki, who was found in the, and Huber. So these are both the um, found in the lake. That, that one crime scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he was found guilty of two murders on May 23rd, 2002, and he was sentenced to death seven days later on May 30th, 2002. Whoa. Um, so he gets the death penalty, sentenced to death. That's in- In uh, Illinois. In, yeah. In, uh, yes. In May of 2002. So Illinois had some political stuff going on. Okay. And inmates with death sentences were all commuted to life in prison, uh, including Andrew. Okay. So he had a, he was going to be put uh-huh. to death. And then Illinois was like, We're not doing we're that not doing anyone? it anymore. Okay. So it gets commuted into a, a life sentence. Okay. Then more charges are brought, and this is the stuff in California. So now they're charging him in California for these other crimes. But on Friday, November second, twenty eighteen, so last, last fall. Oh my gosh. At around eleven fifteen, Andrew was found unresponsive in his cell in San Quentin State Prison. He was oh, found he's in San Quentin. He was found because he's doing it for these oh, okay. California charges. Um, he was found alone in his cell and prison officials said the apparent cause was suicide
0: oh wow that's crazy it's just so sad when a a serial killer realizes that a an easier target is someone who's in the sex industry mm-hmm. because we don't have regulations on it and so we no don't, one will, no
1: one will miss him yeah is that is the it's a quote
0: yeah and it's just it's just so sad that they think that that's, quote, unquote, easy target. Yeah. And yeah.
1: A life is a life.
0: A life is a life. And yeah, I can't. Uh. So how many do you know what his conviction wise?
1: uh He he was convicted for the two in Illinois mm-hmm. and then he was going to be indicted or he was going through trial for more in california and he had admitted to eight
0: and it was over a span of a couple years yeah
1: most most of the crimes were happening in the late 80s to the mid 90s got it
0: okay so that was really heavy and Mm -hmm. i think we've had a lot of heavy for the past hour so let's take a little time to self-care okay i'm gonna tell you an ice cream joke (laughs) okay what did the chocolate syrup say to the ice cream i don't know i'm sweet on you uh, okay <laughs> no all right i thought it was good <laughs> there's like a little and then you can see it's like yeah. on you, you oh know, i get it. the syrup is on the ice cream okay fantastic give me another one you want another one? Oh, I okay. thought, yeah, I felt like I was going to get some rapid fire what jokes. What did the, these are off the cuff, I don't know what's going on. What did the newspaper say to the ice cream? what did they say? What's the scoop? Oh, I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm susceptible to any newspaper related humor. What's Dracula's favorite ice cream flavor? I don't know vanilla like vein like a, vin, like like a, a vein like a vein like a vein vein <laughs> <laughs> oh Drea delightful <laughs> okay Drea what <laughs> alright guys those were good thanks for tuning in we we will see you next week
1: thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Killer Cocktails as always on our talent was Jackie and Drea uh, be sure to check out our Instagram, at Killer Cocktails Podcast, or stop by our website, KillerCocktailsPodcast.com, for up-to-date information, photos, contests, and more. Our logo was created by Michelle Firm, whose amazing art can be found at com. Our music was created by Nikolai Heidlas, and we'll be back next week on Hashtag Murder Mondays. are you watching anything oh. i'm gonna blast you out
0: oh my god we haven't done that in a while
1: you just finished reading harry potter yeah the first one yeah now i'm gonna start reading that one yeah you have downloaded a harry potter f- game on your phone
0: i'm gonna need you to take the <laughs> judgment out of your tongue. i love harry
1: potter i just find it hilarious that you and kim Marie are so into this I iphone think, game I it's think,
0: pokemon uh, for harry potter fans i think kim Marie said it the best and i'm not gonna quote it correctly but essentially we are adults and it is a hard world and whatever brings you pleasure, indulge. Like the to- murderers that we no, talk about. No, no, to the point where <laughs> it's not harming others. If okay. it's not harming yeah. others, why not indulge?
1: I I one hundred percent agree with you. Okay. But I also am always going to make fun of silly things. And I feel like you have to be able to laugh at yourself. I do all sorts of stuff to be made fun of. Yeah. And I expect people to make fun of the silly things I do.
0: I I, I grew up with Harry Potter. I, I was a late reader. And so Harry Potter really got me into the game of got reading. Got you going. And I don't know. I really appreciate going back through the books and rereading them because i've seen the movies a hundred times we were talking
1: earlier today about yeah. how i'm excited for the plot points i know yes. they're coming
0: yes i'm i'm super stoked and also in that same vein i also binge watch uh stranger things the third season oh you're done i am do- we watched it one day i'm sorry
1: what a fun day though
0: oh yeah um it's definitely on a cliffhanger
1: Oh, they're going to do a four?
0: I don't know, but they could if they wanted They left it open to do that. So,
1: Do you know what ended in like a nice bow?
0: I hate it. Mad Men? (laughs) (laughs) I finished Mad Men and I... How many seasons was that? And you're already finished? Holy crap. And each one's an hour. Yeah. And how many episodes per season? I don't know. Okay. Good on you.
1: 13 maybe? 10? 10, 13? 10, because hour-long hour episodes, you don't have like 22 Still 20 recommend it. Them. You
0: love... I don't like...
1: Like for weeks... Months. A month and more. No, it wasn't months. Yeah. Weeks. Multiple, multiple weeks. Okay.
0: You were saying that at after each episode, you would read a synopsis.
1: Yeah, once I got several seasons deep, I started read Like, because there's so much happening that you don't... And I've talked about this. Like, there's... It is, I think, one of the most literary shows i've ever watched so there's just i I want to know all the things i know i'm missing yeah and it makes each episode so much better it makes me really excited to eventually go back and rewatch it and oh, catch God. all that stuff
0: yeah that's rad i like it
1: i'll quit talking about it eventually
0: <laughs> but it's so it's so what's an ice cream's favorite tv show i don't know what <laughs> game of Cones. oh no okay guys thank you everybody is, this is drea this is jackie and we are signing out we'll see you next monday cheers bye
1: you have to be into any certain topic i think if you like reading books hmm. okay if you like novels and character development then you watch would, the you show would like mad men